This is Gemarin Ksubis Daf Nun Hey, and all the learning for this month, the month of Elul, has been generously sponsored as a schos ili neshama for Esther, Rezal, Basra, Meir, and Mirtashem, the learning of the entire Chabura. <coughs> Daf by daf, day by day, should bring Esther Rezal Basra Meir in this auspicious month of Elul to higher, higher in place in Ganedim Shalmaila and should be a Melachesher for the entire family. We pick it up on the bottom of Nundaladam and Bees. <coughs> Excuse me. We are six lines to the bottom quoting the words in the Mishnah. The Mishnah that we learned yesterday, the Mishnah taught us about primarily about the din of Teisefes Ksuba. Yesterday we began this parak, the parak Afalpi, in which the parak began by discussing that of course we know that there's the root, the main part of the Ksuba, the 200 for Abisula, the 100 for Almana. But the Mishnah began by discussing that in rights Allah Isif, if someone wants to add on to that basic amount, even Mayamana, he is allowed to. And today we begin, and the Gemara hones in on this interesting word of Ratsa. If he wants to add on, what is the Mishnah teaching us with this interesting word? So says the Gemara, Ratsa Tani. The Mishnah did not say if he wants to write to her. The Mishnah said if he wants to add on. So why didn't the Mishnah use the more normal terminology of Ratzah If he wants to write into the Ksuba, he could add on what he wants. So says the Gemara from the wording of the Mishnah, the fact that it says Ratzah to add on, and not Ratzah L'Echtaiv. In the name of Raviyana, Yedam Raviyivu Amar Raviyana. Tanai Ksuba, Kiksuba Dami. An incredible concept that we're going to elaborate on upon today, that the Tanai of the Ksuba, that which you add on, as Rashi points out, about 15 lines into the narrow line, says Rashi, the Toisephes, that which you add on to the Ksuba, is considered part and parcel, is considered the Ksuba himself. And from the fact that the Mishnah did not say, Lichtoiv, which would connote that you're coming to add on something new, it's a separate matana. But rather the fact that it said, if you want to add on, says Rav Yevu Amar Rav Yanai and explains the Gemara that our Mishnah corroborates this point, that the mechanics, that the way to learn that if someone wants to add on to the basic suba is not that it's a separate matana, a separate present that he's giving to his wife. But rather it's intrinsic within the ksuba itself that it's considered as if it is the ksuba itself. Tonight ksuba is ksuba dummy. Now who cares? Says the Gemara, very nice. What's the difference if it's considered intrinsic? What's the difference if it's considered that you're adding on something separate? Says the Gemara, nafkamina. There's no less than 14 ramifications to this thing. Says the Gemara number one, Limay Kheres, a woman who sells her ksuba. We're not going to go through every one, but just the first two, Limay Kheres, Ulamay Khalas, a woman who sells or forgives her ksuba. So Rashi explains over here, Machla Umachra is Akal, Levisha Akal Karik Suba. If a woman goes and she sells her ksuba or she says to her husband, I'm forgiving it, is she only selling and forgiving the root, the base, the automatic 100 or 200 of the ksuba, or is she even selling and forgiving that which is added on? 
So says the Gemara, practical difference in the fact that we're at considering the Tanai Ksuba, the Taisefis Ksuba, the additions that are written into the Ksuba when one gets married as if it is the Ksuba itself, is to teach you that if she sells or forgives it, it is all sold and forgiven, even the additional. Similarly, Lemairedes, similarly, Adin, that we're going to learn in about 10 blot, that if someone rebels at her husband, the halacha is that we detract from her ksuba, says the Gemara, the additions in the ksuba are considered part of the ksuba with regard to this din. Ulupai gemes, and similarly, someone who is paigim, someone who damages her ksuba, this is going to be later on, and each one of these dinim we're going to discuss separately. This is referring to if a woman admits that she already receives partial payment, so says the Gemara, the Teisefes is part of that as well. Lutevas, similarly a woman who demands her ksuba. Ulaveris al-das, a woman who transgresses the halachas, transgresses the halachas of Maisha. So look at the bottom Rashi, Rashi points out, this is referring to that the basic ksuba is not just the one on 200, but even the additional if she goes, and as we'll see, she walks outside with her hair uncovered, etc. That's even considered in the Teisefes. And we move on now to Nunheya Meralith that the Gemara continues listing number seven, uh, Nafkamina ramification that we consider the Teisephas as if the Ksuba itself, Leshevach with regard to a Shavua for the appreciation if the land in the Ksuba appreciates in value, Leshevua with regard to swearing, Leshevius regarding the Allah of Shemitah, in order, and to Allah, if she writes over all the possessions her sons, that which she collects in the Karka, that which she collects in the inferior land, the Allah, that as long as she's in her father's house, what she gets supported from, that we just learned a few days ago, that we write that her male sons always get part of the Ksuba, all of these halachas, with regard to all these halachas, the tzaysafes, the that which is added on to the ksuba, is considered the ksuba itself. Continues the Gemara, once we're on the topic, itmar. Four lines on the topic, and then Heyam and Aleph says the Gemara, ksuba has been indifferent. With regard to the ksuba has been indifferent, in which we spoke out already, is the part in which her sons inherit that part of the ksuba, says the Gemara, Pompadisa Amri, and Pompadisa they say, Lo tarfi mimishabdi. This part, this special taikana that the male sons inherit their mother's ksuba in the event that she were to die and after the father were to die, says in Bombadisa, you do not collect it from Mishubadim, you do not collect it from encumbered properties. If the father sold land, you do not collect the ksuba from that. Why? Because Yartun Tanan. The Mishnah back on the Bezim and Bez when it said the din of Ksubas bin Indirchon, it said Yartun. It called it a Yartun, which is a Yerusha, which is an inheritance. And because referring to Allah's of Ksubas bin Indirchon as an inheritance, as the Gemara, it has the Allah's of the inheritance. And one of the Allah's of an inheritance are that you do not collect it from Mishubadim, you do not collect it from fields that the father had sold. Whereas they argue tarfim and they say you yes collect why? Because they say yasvin tanan. Because there's a different mishnah that says and calls it yasvin 
Actually, it's, uh, excuse me, it's the same Mishnah that's further on in the Mishnah that Yasvin is a form of taking, like the word of Likuchen, of buying, and therefore the Mishnah refers to as a purchase. And just like all other purchases you yes collect from Mishubadim, so to this din. So, this is the first of four Machlaikism that we're going to see between Pompadisa and Mechasia, in which the Gemara is telling us whether Ksubas Benin Dechrin is collected from Mishubadim or not. And says the Gemara Ve'elchasa, Lo Tarfim Mishabdi, the Allah is like Pompadisa. Why? Because Yartan Tanan, because the Mishnah says that Yartan calling it a Yerusha. And now Machlaik is number two between Pompadisa and Mechasia, Metal Tali Vesnayu Bainai. In the event, metalclin, which of course are movable items, or non-land items, which are designated for payment of the ksuba, and after the husband dies, the wife comes to collect the ksuba, and the metalclin, whatever he designated, his car, his watch, any other items, are still intact. So says the Gemara, if she is coming to collect these items from the father's, from her husband's estate, excuse me, and the items are there, then below shvua, she's able to collect without making a shvua. But less nayu be nayu. If the items are no longer around and she wants to collect from them, that's a machlokes. But these amri bloy shvua b'nei masvechasi amri b'shvua. A machlokes if you have to make a shvua. Now what does this machlokes center upon? This machlokes centers upon that any time we have metaltzlin, Rashi on the first white line will read together. Rashi says that if the husband designates metaltzlin for his wife's ksuba. If the metaltalin, if those items are still here, then we assume that that is Sraryatapsay. That is the bundle, that is the metaltalin, that is the item that the husband designated. So there's no reason to assume there's anything else. And therefore she's able to collect from it without a shvua. But if Lesnayu Bainayu, if she comes in and says, I want the car, I want the computer, I want to watch all the metaltalin that my husband left, but we don't have those items. Then it's a machleik as whether she indeed has to make a shvua, whether we are chayshish, that there were other items that the husband set aside and he or she already was paid or not. Says the Gemara of Elchazab shvua, the Allah is she could collect without making a shvua. And the third case of this machleik is from Let's say the husband designated her a piece of land to collect from the ksuba and he wrote and he said the four boundaries. Clearly marking which field she should collect from, says the Gemara. If that is the scenario, then below Shvua, she does not have to swear in order to collect that land. Where and this, of course, is the case in which the husband dies. But Bechad Mitzrayim, there was only one boundary listed, so we don't know exactly where the field is. But this time, below Shvua, many months mechasi, I'm Shvua. Then that is a machleik as whether indeed she has to swear velchasa. Belay Shvua says the Gemara again. We pass it like Bumbadisa, She does not have to make a Shvua. And the fourth and final case between Bnei Masim Mechasia and the Bnei Bumbadisa, in reality, has nothing to do with Ksuba, but rather it's a case of Amr Laedim Kuzu Vilchasmu Bahavi Lei. Says the says the person to Edim write on Kisvu Chasmu sign the document Bahavu Lei and give it to a certain person. So what's the halacha? If someone tells Edim to write and sign and give away this item. So says the Gemara, Kanu mine. This is about 12 lines to the bottom. The first word line is Kanu. If the Edim made a Kenyan with the donor, with the person giving away this item, If they made a Kenyan with him, they don't have to ask him anymore. If Reuven tells Edim, please write and sign and give away this field. 
The Edom say no problem. The Edom make a Kenyan, they do a Kenyan Sadr, they take off a handkerchief, they take off their yarmulke, and they give it to the donor, and they say, make a Kenyan on the person's behalf. Lord Sarach Lam you do not have to ask him afterwards, and rather the Edom are allowed to do that which they wrote, they're allowed to give away that item. But let's say they did not make a Kenyan. That's again a machlaikist. And this one we pass like that indeed, if you did not make a Kenyan and the Edom have to consult and ask with the donor, which of course the novelty, the Chiddush being, even though the donor said, write it and sign it and give it away. Still, because they didn't make a Kenyan, they have to confirm with him before they give it away. And we continue today's share with eight lines to the bottom, quoting the Mishnah, the Revelazim in Azariah. And this was a point of contesting, a point of Machlaikis, as we'll turn back just to see the Mishnah, which was a Machlaikis, Tanakama, and Revelazim in Azariah, which regard to this Aisafa, this added part of the Ksuba. What is Allahah if this woman gets divorced or her husband dies? What does she collect? Does she collect the extra? So the Tanakhama said, regardless whether it's Averson or Suin, if they just started the marriage or they consummated the marriage, says the Tanakhama, she collects every single item that the husband wrote into the Ksuba. Whereas husband Azariah, no. If they consummated the marriage and didn't miss Suin, then yes, she collects everything. But if they only did Averson, then she's only able to collect the root 200 for Abisula and 100 for An Almana. So says the Gemara on this din, on this Machlekes of Lezben Azariah and the Chachamim, Itmar says the Gemara, Rav, Rav Nassan, it's Machlekes, Rav and Rav Nassan. Chadam are lucky of Lezben Azariah, but Chadam are ain't lucky of Lezben Azariah. Machlekes, do we indeed, Paschal, like of Lezben Azariah, that you only get the excess in a case of Nisun? Says the Gemara, where does this Machlekes stem from? Tistayim, the Rav Nassan, Udam are lucky of Lezben Azariah, let's bring a Raya. That Rav Nassan is the Shita, is the opinion that holds like of Lazim and Azariah, which as we're going to see in a moment is why Dishami Lay says the Gemara, the Rav Nassan, the Azal Basar Omdana. Because where did Rav Lazim and Azariah's didn't come from that you do not give it over? The excess, the Taisefes, if it's only Aresin. Explains the Gemara, you know where it came from? It came from an Omdana. It came that we went into the mindset of the husband and we said, wait, why are you writing a million dollars in the Iksuba? Why are you writing such a Taisefes? It must be because you want to get married. It must be that when you consummate the marriage, you want her to have all this money. So says the Gemara, that is the opinion of Ram Nasan, who says we go after Namdana, that we assess the, the das, the mindset of a person, and we paskin based upon that. So the Gemara tries to prove that Ram Nasan is the opinion of Rav Lezben Azariah in our Mishnah, that you only do that which we assume he wanted, we go basar Omdana, we evaluate and assess why he made such a condition. And explains the Gemara, Damar Rav Nasan, the last line, Allah, Kerv Shimon Shizuri, that we possibly give Shimon Shizuri bin Misukan. With regard to the case of Misukan, what is the case of Misukan? The last Rashi over here quotes the Gemara in Gittin that says, someone goes overseas and tries to write a get to his wife, we basically decide, we go into his das and we figure out, is this a get that he would have wanted or not? As we see the last Rashi over here, the Rashi says, if Shimon Shizuri says, Misukan Agaisis, we go after that which he wants, and we say that what's the reason he must have said it? He's not trying to joke around with his wife. He wants her to be divorced in the event that he does not come home. And we turn over the page in an Ayam and Bez, the Gemara points out a second halacha there of Nasan Basilik of Shimon Jazuri is Bichumas Maisis Shal Demai. This halacha of Chumas Maisis Shal Demai has nothing to do with assessing and evaluating the 
that. So the person, this is just a second time, the Ramnasan Paskin, like of Shim Jezuri, just quickly to point out, what is this Chumas Meiser of Demai? This is a halacha, that of course you have to give Meiser, you have to give Chuma to the Kayin, and then you have to give Meiser to the Levi, ten, one tenth, and then you take, the Levi takes a tenth and gives it to a Kayin. That last tenth is called Chumas Meiser. Now, in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, the Ramaratzim, who didn't necessarily do that which we just said, give the tenth and the tenth, and therefore all their items were considered Demai. Demai, we don't know what it is. And based upon that, if you ever get an item from Ma'aretz, Allah was you to re-separate the above aforementioned Chumais and Meisers, etc. So what happens if the Chuma Meiser, if that tenth that the lady wants to give to the coin gets mixed together with the rest of the items? Now you're messed up, now there's nothing you could do, and you have to sell to a coin. So that Allah, Rashim Shazuri Baskins, that we're, we would believe that Ma'aretz, if we ask him and he says, he remembers if he took a Meiser or not. But again, that's a sidebar. Then the point that we're bringing out is that Rav Nassim Paskin is like Rav Shem Shizuri, which goes Basar, which goes after the Umdana, we evaluate his mindset whether he would want to do something or not. And that's how the Gemara wants to prove that Rav Nassim is the opinion of Lezben Azariah in our Mishnah. Asks the Gemara, really? Varav Azal. Basar Umdana? You're telling me that Rav Nassim goes Basar Umdana. But that means that Rav does not. But it's Mar, but we learned, Matana Shchivan Kenyan. They learned in the yeshiva of Rav. Of course, the operative person that we're looking for here is Rav. That what? That's considered shredding on two sides. We'll see in a moment what that means. Whereas Yishmul Amar We don't know what to do with this, this gift that someone wants to give away in his deathbed. So now the Gemara explains, What were they saying in the yeshiva of Rav in the name of Rav? What that means is, We give this gift of the person on his deathbed both advantages, the advantage of a man as bari, of a healthy person, and the advantage of a man as someone who gives away something on his deathbed, special leniencies that are, as Rashi right away points out, directly across, you don't need to make a kinyan on such a case, because you could give it over without it. So says the Gemara, and the Gemara explains actually, it's like a regular gift. The Rav holds that if they get better, you cannot be chayzer. That when a regular healthy person gives something away, you can't say, uh, you can't say, I want it back. No backsies. And that whatever he says goes. So the Gemara proves that what's the reason that Rav says that in this case is what's the reason that Rav says that it goes bus or both of the healthy person's gift and a dead person's gift. The reason is why? Because we go into his das and we figure out exactly what we want. So proves the Gemara that Rav obviously also is like Rav Lazar ben Azariah, that we go into the person's mind. So the Gemara says, you just proved me that it's only Rav Nasan. It's not true. Three lines to the bottom. It explains the Gemara further. Shmuel Amr but we don't know what to do with this case. Why? Because maybe this person is deathbed really only has intent to give away the item with a document. And there is no such item. So for a moment, we're going to turn over to tomorrow's daf of daf of and Aleph. But the Gemara just proved that not only does Ram Nasan or like Rav Azariah, but rather even Rav holds like Rav Azariah, that we do yes, go into the mindset of a person. So we're back to square one. Who is the Tana of our Mishnah that holds like Rav Azariah, that we go into the mindset of the person? So the Gemara says, 
Really, says the Gemara, as Rashi speaks out so eloquently, both Rav and Rav Nassan old, we go after Nom to know, we evaluate the person's intent. So, man, Damar according to the one that says we possibly grow Lazim and Azariah Shapir, that's great. Because now both Rav and Rav Nassan are going to grow Lazim and Azariah. However, Mandamar ain't Allah. So why would you not bask in like Rav Lazman Azariah? If both Rav and Ram Nelson are saying like Rav Lazman Azariah, why would we not bask in like him? Explains the Gemara. Says the Gemara. We started off in explaining that why is this husband writing such a big suba to his wife? The reason is because he wants to do Nisu and he wants to do Chuppah, he wants to consummate the marriage. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you exact opposite. I'll tell you an Omdana that he really wants to give her everything, even after Erasin. What's the Svaro? The Svaro is like, he's so happy to be engaged to this woman. He wants to form a close relationship with her. He has close feelings to her. And that's the reason. So once we have a Svaro, that even within his Omdana, even within his mindset, it might be after Erasin, it can make sense that we do not pass like a Lazarus and Azariah, rather we would pass like the Tanakama, that if the husband dies or divorces her, even after Erasin, she would get even the additional parts of the Ksuba, even though it was only after Erasin. Just to conclude, it's a bunch of lines, but it's really just reading, Yasef Rav Chanina Kamei Rav Yanei. So Rav Chanina was in front of Rav Yanei, Vekom Ralach Rosman Azariah, that's what he passed. Amr Lei, Rav Yanei said, Poi Kari Karach Lebra, get out of here. Why? Because ain't Allah Kibbutz Ben Azariah. We don't bask that way. Amr Vizabar Avdimim Yisham Rabbeinu. Yes, Allah Kibbutz Ben Azariah. Amr Avnachon Amr Shmuel. Yes, Allah Kibbutz Ben Azariah. For Avnachon and Didei Amar. No, ain't Allah Kibbutz Ben Azariah. Naradai Mishmei Ravnachon Amar. Yes, Allah Kibbutz Ben Azariah. Vavagav Delat Ravnachon. Vamar even though Ravnachon cursed and said, "Called the Yonah the Don Kibbutz Ben Azariah." Halchi Vachi Teave. Even though Ravnachon gave a curse. And he said, whoever possibly could love is such and such, he said terrible things should befall them. We conclude, says the Gemara, we indeed baskin, like Rav Lazim and Azario, which is what? That only if they didn't sue in, would the woman get the Tesefah's old editions that he wrote into the Ksuba. I'll pick it up from the Rav of Daphne and Vav in tomorrow's Shia, Bissiyat, Dishmaya.